Well, hello, and welcome to the Art Money Success Podcast. I am your host, Maria Brophy, and we were we are talking about murals. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to write up a proposal for a mural project. And this is a follow-up to my last podcast where we talked about how to get a mural project. So today I'm going to talk about what a written proposal is, what you should include in it, but what you should do first before you write up that proposal. Okay. I work with so many artists. I've worked with artists for almost 20 years. I coach them, consult them, help them with their business problems. And one thing that I know is writing up proposals is very challenging, especially for a creative person who is great at the art, but then you throw the business thing onto it and they have to think of what to put in this proposal and who keeps the copyrights and how to charge and how you should collect the money and what kind of deposit to ask for and all the things, all the things that you need to know. So I'm just gonna cover a couple of the items here today and if you want to know more or if you want a done for you proposal template just click the link in the description of the show notes where i have this amazing online mural course and proposal and pricing template package where i did all the work for you okay so what is the first thing you should do before you write up a proposal well, you want to have a conversation with your client. This is so important. And I know a lot of you just want to just send the pricing and the details without the conversation. But that is the biggest mistake. You really need to talk to them either on the telephone or by Zoom or some other way where you're talking to them live. Because in the conversation, your number one goal should be to find out the most important information. And I'll give you three questions out of a list of questions that I normally ask, okay? That I'll give you the three most important questions. Number one, how big is the wall? Height, width, where is it located? Indoor, outdoor, get the, the description of the wall. Number two, what do you want painted on it? Theme, color scheme, what do you envision? And then the third question is, what's your deadline? When do you need this finished by? And of course, I have a whole list of other questions to ask, but we don't have enough time in this podcast to go through them. Now, when you ask your client, what do you want painted? This is really important. You want to pay attention to everything they say and you want to take notes because when you write up your proposal, you are actually going to use their own words in the proposal. And I'll go into that a little deeper in just a couple of minutes. So here's what your proposal should include. Oh, and before I go into that, why do you want a written proposal? So some people will just jump into an art project with a verbal conversation. This is what you want. This is how much money it's going to cost. I can start on Friday. 
you really need it in writing. Now, do you need a 10-page professionally polished proposal? No, you don't. But you do need to consider the client. So if you're working with a super small local business like a bar or a coffee shop, as an example, you don't have to have a huge professional proposal. But you do need to have all the details in writing. And that in writing, I recommend by email because you can always refer back to it later very easily. For me, I personally find that texts get lost because I get like 20 to 30 texts a day. If you ever text me and I don't answer you, it's because it got buried. So my emails are great for business because I can file emails away and refer to them later if I need to. Now, if you're working with a large company, you are going to want an in-depth proposal with a lot more detail. You want it to be very professional. And this is because when you're working with larger companies, larger entities, museums, public entities, big corporations, it's important to cover a lot more in writing. For example, liability insurance, who handles that, um, travel, times, uh, times of operation, if they make more than two or three sketch changes, which I find the larger the organization, sometimes the more difficult they are to work with. And I usually charge more when I'm actually, I always charge more when I'm dealing with a very large, large company. And the reason why is there's a lot more red tape. And if you've ever worked with large companies, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes they'll at the last minute present you with a 10 page contract that now you have to go out and pay an attorney to review for you. Um, sometimes they have a huge committee and the committee can't make up their mind and it requires you to do extra sketches and make a lot of changes. So so a project can take you a lot longer when you're dealing with the bigger companies. So there's just a lot of reasons why working with a bigger company, you really need to charge more and you need to cover more in your proposal. So Um, one other thing before I give you a list of a few things that should be in the proposal, one other thing I want you to realize is because you are the vendor, you are their vendor, they are your client, it's up to you to have your policies determined. Don't let your client decide what your policies are as a business. I'll give you an example. Don't let your client say to you, well, we want to own all the copyrights. Now they can say that to you, but don't, don't let them make those decisions for you. You have to make those decisions for yourself. Also, don't let them tell you when they are going to pay you. Okay. Um, as a small business owner, you really have to keep your cash flowing and you need to get money up front. These are um, decisions that you have to make for yourself. So I just want to say that it's important for you as 
their vendor as a business owner to make the rules and guidelines for your own business. And your customers have to follow those rules and guidelines. Just like when I walk into a Nordstrom's to go shopping, I don't walk in there and tell them how to run their business. They tell me what their rules and guidelines are. Money's due up front before I walk out the door with my goods. So, um, okay. So what should your proposal include? Here is a few, here are a few items that are listed in my mural online course. One, a description of the scope of work. And in that description, you are going to give all the details. Artists will paint a 24 by 64 foot wall mural located at 111 Del Mar Street in San Clemente, California. Client requests a beach scene, including children playing in the sand and having a Southern California beach vibe. Now, I'm just giving you an example, but you're going to use some of the words that your client said to you of what they envision in that description. This is really important because when they read it, they're going to understand that you understand what they want. Another important part of the proposal is, of course, the pricing and payment guidelines. Okay. You want to give your pricing. You want to tell them what you require. So if you require 50% upfront before you buy the materials, that needs to be in there. You require the balance on the day it's completed, which is what we always do. That needs to be in there. And any limitations and exclusions. So for us, we have a long list of things that are not covered. We don't pay to repair the wall. We don't power wash the wall. So all that is laid out in there. Now, some artists do power wash the walls. And of course, you would add that as an additional cost. Or you could fold it into the pricing if you want. I like to uh, break that out for different reasons. Another thing you want to include in the proposal is the timeline. So when they require it to be finished or when they want you to have it finished. And in your timeline, you will break out the sketch process will take this long, the painting process, this, um, you'll just lay out like a projected timeline. And then you're going to want to have a terms and conditions section. And in that section, that's where you talk about how you're not legally liable. If someone gets hurt or injured on the premises, you would include language about who owns the copyrights and any work that falls outside the scope would be billed at an additional fee and so on. I find that when you communicate up front about all the things, it goes much smoother. And, you know, I've heard, uh, I have one artist client who lost a mural project 
her potential client accused her of being very bad at communication. Now, she was very disappointed to hear that because she thought that she was doing her best, but I think she was very nervous with this project. And I think she tried to do all her communication through writing. And this is why I think you need to communicate directly with your client in person, over the phone, over Zoom, and then follow up with everything in writing, everything you discussed. One last thing I want to say on this, the other thing about communication that's so important is you want to find out what's the most important to your client when choosing who's going to paint their mural because they have a lot of options out there, right? And let me tell you, it's not always the money. There have been many mural projects that Drew and I got over another artist where we were charging two or three times what our other artist was charging. Now, why? It's not because Drew's art is better than everybody else's or better than those artists. It was always some other reason. And sometimes it has to do with the timing. Some artists will say, well, gosh, you know, it's going to take me six weeks to do this mural. And Drew and I have a policy where we go in, we paint it, we hire people to help us. So we have very little impact on the business. We're in and out quickly within, you know, where it might take some other artist a month to do, we're going to do it in like four or five days. Um, that might be important to some clients. They don't want something to be dragged out over weeks. Um, and how are you going to know that if you don't have a conversation with them and ask them what's important to you? What are the most important things? Um, another thing might be they might love your style and that's more important to them. They love how you do a certain thing and that's why they came to you. And uh, so it's just good to know what's important to them. And then you can work that into the proposal. And then when they read your proposal, they know that you get them, you understand them. Now, in our next podcast, we are going to talk about what everybody wants to talk about. How do you price your wall mural? And hey, I want to invite you to ask me questions. Now, the best way and the only way right now that you can ask me a question is if you sign up for my newsletter list, the link is in the description. It's when you sign up for my 11 week free e-coaching course. Soon as you sign up, you'll get an email from me. You can hit reply to that email and ask me any question you want. And I will do my best to answer it in one of my next podcasts. Thank you all. Love you. And remember, Click the link in the show notes if you are interested in learning a little bit more about my online business of mural course pricing and proposal templates where I do all the work for you. Make it super easy. See you next time. Bye.